Alrighty, folks. Another week, another pod. Episode 110 on the clock. Got a couple of special guests with me tonight. One in person, one on the road, virtually joining us on the phone. And uh, this one's going to be interesting. This is the Pipe It Up podcast. Cue the intro. Alright, so what we're dealing with right now is in my parents' basement again, in the Coughlin basement. And Jack is actually driving home from Rhode Island right now with his mother, and he is on the phone with us, joining us via the mobile device. Jack, can you hear us? Via the mobile device. I hear you loud and clear. Uh, You know, the grind doesn't stop. We've talked about it before. Can't miss a pod. No excuses. Um, So, yeah, we're calling from the road. Happy to get back into the mitten. So Jack's on the phone. We apologize for the audio from Jack's phone, but it's hilarious, and I think it's funny. Jack, congratulations on graduating. That's a big deal, man. Master Thank Master you. Agner, nothing more, nothing less. That's what we got to call him from now on. Master Agner, Master Agner will play. Um, officially a master of business, but more importantly, a master of fun. Master right? of fun. That's right, master Jack. Master of fun. <laughs> okay. And also with us tonight is... Do, do, do you want to disclose your name, Swamp Man, or do you want to just be Swamp Man? Oh, that's good with me. I'd rather have it that way. <laughs> okay. So Swamp Man's with us, and I guess he wants to play his part tonight. Um, but uh, we're here to talk about the all-fun game, folks, the inaugural all-fun game of MLW. Um, I guess I can share my thoughts first. It was it was interesting, to say the least. We, we didn't really know what to expect from this. We uh, we planned it as part of a, a third video for All-Star Weekend and um, got some of the most notable characters and players from around the league, as you guys saw the rosters and saw the game, of course. And um, I guess, Jack, I'll go to you first. What did you think of the rosters and the people that were selected to play in this game? I I loved it. I thought it was a, a great mix of, you know, some of the comedic relief, the the characters that we've had on the channel throughout the years, um, some former players, some people who have been around from the very beginning, like Mark Schultz. Always cool to see him get involved and because he, you know, just does so much behind the scenes for MLW. Um, so yeah, it was just super awesome. I, I, I thought the, uh, I thought the roster, the breakdown, the selection was, was a one. I also thought it was really cool. The, uh, you know, the rule change ups, like that was, it, it just made the video. Um, and I'm sure the experience so much more fun for everybody involved playing and filming as well. Um, so yeah, I, I thought the whole thing was, was run pretty well. Swamp man, how'd, how'd you get wrapped up into this? Hey, Jack, just a quick question for me. Uh, are, are you calling me the comedic relief, or am I in the pro-athlete category there? Well, you know, there were there were obviously a, a wide range of, of characters in this video, so I would I would leave that up to your interpretation, Swamp okay. Man. But he, he can't think, handle you know, that question. I think you've given the audience a lot, uh, both from a comedic standpoint and from just a superior athlete standpoint. As well, well, I've been working on my form, so... Yeah, I can your, tell. Your form was impeccable. Your form was impeccable. I appreciate uh, it. We all knew that and expected it. It was great to see. Nice. I, I think uh, it's funny. I'm curious to know. I'd like to hear you guys' feedback on this. Like, how many of you actually knew who the Swamp Man was prior to this game? Because if you're an OG fan, you're familiar with him. He was in videos in 2019, I think, was the year when the Gators were kind of born. It was an ugly season for the Gators. And I don't know what happened and why, but the Swamp Man was... Uh, was was near the field and um, I, I came was, out of the woods. I think there was a shortage of players, and uh, he, he took the field in his jeans and boots. And I, I want to say Schultz coined him the Swamp Man. I, I'm not really sure why I think he did, but uh, here we are today. 
and now he's in my home. I don't know who let this guy in, but um, there's no cameras in here, right? No, no cameras. Okay, no cameras, just audio. We don't we don't film this thing. I'll tell you what. I was reading through the comments on the teaser post on Instagram there, and a, a couple people they just saw my face. Oh, I guess it had the name on there too. <laughs> either way, you know what? People were happy to see it. I was surprised. There were some fans on there. One of my favorite Easter eggs of that whole thing was on that teaser post, like. Everyone in that post had their Instagram tagged besides you. You had no Instagram <laughs> handle tagged. I'm off the grid. Off the grid. Um, I mean, we can. I will say that Swamp Man, as he's being called on this channel, um, how do we meet? We meet Swamp Man. I'm really tempted to say your name. It's hard to call you that because I'd never call you that. Oh, I don't care. But we met um, maybe uh, geometry class. What, what grade was that? Oh, I don't know. I don't Mrs. even know what year that Mrs. was. Mrs. DeAngelis, what class was that? Eighth grade? We, Eighth grade. we would have all been in that class. Jack, Jack, Jack was in that class, in there. Too. Trevor was in yeah, there. That, yeah. was, that, was, uh, that was eighth grade. Eighth sure. grade. So that, that's, that's right. when me and the Swamp Man met. And then um, we, uh, we're, we're, I'd say we were friends, but oh, we were acquaintances. Acquaintances for that's a right. while. And then we were, the Swamp Man, <laughs> believe it or not, guys, the Swamp Man was the president of our high school class. That's right. Don't forget it. <laughs> That's a fact. I ran that school. Swamp Man ran that school. We we did run the school. So he was the president. And then I, we were both on the class council. Or no, you weren't on junior year, were you, in high school? No. Because you were doing something else. So I was on junior year as a representative, which is like the lowest position you can have. But it's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's still cool to be on. So I was representative. And then senior year, I was rep again. And then Swamp Man ran for president unopposed, right? Unopposed. <laughs> you know what? They were too scared to run against me. <laughs> Swap Man ran unopposed, so we were on class council together at uh, Brighton High School here in, in in Brighton, Michigan, the home of MLW, and that's where we became, we became uh, bros. That's right. Now I'm sitting here in your basement. That's right. Here we are, and you became a cat. You, I mean, you've you're familiar with MLW. Content. Oh yeah, you've been. I've been around. I actually wanted to ask you about that, um, Swap Man. Like, so for you growing up um, in Brighton and around a lot of the guys in the league and being friends with me, like. What's 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 like the town's the community's perspective on MLW? As honest as you can say, it's not going to hurt my feelings, good or bad. Like do people talk about it, not talk about it. Like no, people do talk about it. And I saw a comment on the YouTube video that actually it it made me think about it a little bit. Somebody said on there, I'm going to get a little sappy here. But somebody, <laughs> somebody somebody said on there, they said, I, I wish I had a group of friends as wholesome as this. And I thought, I feel like that kind of encompasses it, though. I mean, you guys have a, a good group of friends, and everybody kind of sticks together. And I think that's how everybody else sees it. You know, a good mm -hmm. group of guys, they all get together, have fun, they go out there. But it's competitive, too, and they play hard. You know, people got their that, teams. That fun game got a little more competitive than I thought it'd be. I was always you know hoping what? to see more just people lobbing it in type thing, but it was Gus and Sam battling. <laughs> they were tossing some heat. I thought they were going to be throwing me something easier to swing. I was told to swing at everything up front. So don't, you know, well, don't give me any hate I, for I swinging had, at everything. I had the racket for the Swamp Man to bring out later in the game, and he definitely needed it. Yeah. And it wasn't it, all your fault, though. The pitching was pretty good. Well, I got problems with my eyes, too. I'll, I'll put that on record. I got true. probably the worst hand-eye coordination in Livingston County, Michigan. <laughs> so... They have peak athletic ability, but the hand-eye coordination. Speed. Jack, what did you think of the race pregame to determine the home field advantage between track star Curdy and Swap Man and his boots and overalls? 
Um, you know, it was definitely closer than I would have thought with, with Curtis <laughs> well, Sneed, you... but I think that just goes to show you, you know, really all the work that Swamp Man's done with improving his running form. <laughs> maybe maybe this was hid for a reason, I guess. It wasn't really discussed uh, post-film day, but um, we'll disclose it to the Pipe It Up, Pipe it up listeners because they get the behind-the-scenes stuff, but... Um, the the start was staggered. You couldn't tell, Jack. Yeah, no, you could tell. <laughs> it, was, it was rigged. No, I could tell. It was but it was no. So I asked Curdy. I go, Yo, how should we stagger this? Like, you should kind of be able to gauge how fast you are. Like, how much of a head start should we give the Swamp Man to make this a close race? Because Kyle wanted to just do a race like around the bases or like a race between them two. I'm like, dude, it's gonna be a blowout. It won't even be like competitive. Um, and I was like, we should stagger this start somehow to make it like Curdy trying to catch him, kind of like beat the freeze on the. Um, I think the the Braves do that. So anyway. Yep. We staggered the start, and you, in real time, I thought you had him, Swamp Man. You know, he put that arm out there, and I think that's how he got it. I should have I stretched out. The, the quote of the video was the Jimmy Norp, he, he, Swamp Man by an overall, what do you say? Swamp Man by one overall strap. One strap. <laughs> I don't know. That was I, I pretty close. I thought Swamp Man had it. Yeah, I thought you won Swamp Man. First there may, maybe there was some uh, post, post work there in the edit that uh, gave Curdy the, the edge. They had that finish line kind of kind of crooked or something. <laughs> something was rigged up there. I mean, not only that, Swamp Man, but let's be honest about the rosters here. The American League was Gus, Jordan Curdy, Mark Schultz, and Rudy Ramirez. So we're talking about three MLW current players and Mark Schultz, who's played in many wiffle ball tournaments, whereas the National League, which you were on, was yourself, Sam Reichardt, who played, I think, like one or two years in MLW years ago. Um, uh, the keeper, Jake Dembski, who made a few cameos the same year you did or the year after. Uh-huh. And then, um, last but not least, Neil Smith, who played in the Eagles for a while. So the teams, I don't think, were the most fair from the get-go. Nope. No one was betting on the National League. The American nope. League were the heavy favorites. But it, there was some fight there at the end. I mean, Jack, did you, you not knowing the results, Jack, did you think the comeback was going to happen? Um. Honestly, for for a brief moment, I did. When Sam, when Reichardt hit that home run, I was kind of like, ooh, this seems like a game where a comeback is not that unreasonable. And you guys, I was proud of the National League. Looking at the rosters, I mean, you asked, you know, what I thought of the rosters, and I thought who was included in the video was good, but you're right. The teams were definitely, uh, they could have been a little bit more even, and I was proud of the national team. You guys held your own, and you made it close near the end. Uh, you know, gave the people a good competitive video, and that's all. That's all we wanted at the end of the day, right? Well, like I said, Jack, um, it it it, it re- wasn't really in the cards for me. I didn't see the game getting as competitive as it did, but as you saw in the pregame interview from Curdy, the American League was just kind of out for blood. So then Raycart tried to match that, and it was just it was tough. It was tough. I think um, I think it was really apparent how hungry literally hungry the american team was because i think when once chili's was thrown out there they were all in yeah they weren't messing around i mean gus gus showed that he like is in the league for a reason um i knew he was talented i've been saying it like that he could be i mean it's hard because mlw like the league has gotten pretty competitive right so there are a lot of good teams and the roster is so small it's hard to like get yourself a spot but gus has the potential to be like a number two arm on another squad in my opinion besides just the cobras did you see the same thing I did. I actually wrote down in my notes, uh, do the Cobras have the deepest pitch it, you know, deepest bullpen in MLW? Question mark. I mean, they have four guys really that they could throw out there. Uh, and with Gus being the last one, and like you said, he could probably be the number two pitcher on a couple teams right now. So, um, yeah, I, I, he, he was very impressive. 
I knew he had it because I've batted against him before. Um, so I knew what he can do. I, you know, I, I know he's capable. Uh, mm-hmm. And like you said, he's for sure. Also got it done at the plate, had a home run. Um, so, yeah, I think big things coming out of Gus. Going future might not just be, you know, the meme Gus. He might be a, yeah. a real contributor for the Cobras. That was going to be my follow-up question, Jack, is does this game uh, give evidence to Drew Davis and company that Gus deserves some playing time in the second half of the year, or do you think it's just a fluke slash he wasn't against good competition? How would you interpret that as a manager? Because if I'm a manager and saw him pitching the way he did with the speed limit lower, I would think that if a team was seeing my number one or number two arm really well on a particular day, I might go to Gus. Yeah, I think uh, I think in terms of the pitching, it's definitely something that Drew has got to have in the back of his mind as another tool or a weapon that he can use for his team uh, because it is so different. Like if Gus was throwing around that speed, you know, that mile per hour with – he had some pitches, so – We've seen that change of pace, you know, play a major role in teams' inability to hit in, you know, game twos or game threes, depending on which pitcher starts the series. So I think that going forward, um, Drew, he's got to mix Gus in there a little bit more. We'll see how the Cobras do in terms of uh, wrapping up the season and and how the AL playoff picture shapes up. But uh, I have a feeling we're going to see some more of Gus this year. I agree. I agree 100%. It's hard to ignore that performance. Um, but outside of Gus's performance and outside of the rosters, um, what were some of your guys', both of you, uh, favorite parts of the game? I think for me, I think my favorite part was honestly just seeing the por- the personality show through, which is why we casted the guys that we did. Um, just like Rudy. Obviously, we hear Rudy a lot in the sidelines um, of all the Preds series, but giving him more of a, a major role in this video and <laughs> letting him be himself was, was pretty funny. To, to see uh, see on camera throughout the entirety of the game. Guys like Curdy as well, Swamp Man, of course, sitting across from me. Um, everybody just kind of did their part and let their personality shine, and I think that was uh, what made the video pretty funny. I was surprised, you know. Um, it's, it's hard for me to know what it's like as a third party watching who doesn't know the guys personally like I do, but like I was, I was, I was laughing a couple of times watching it. I thought it was a pretty funny video. Absolutely. I thought this, I thought this video um, was a great refresher for the MLW channel. I kind of, I think I might've used that term um, talking about the all-star game video as well, but this was even something else that MLW has never done before. And, you know, when I said, I, you know, when I say I was laughing for 15 of the 20 minutes watching that video, I really was like, that was actually really funny. And I enjoyed that content a lot. So I hope, you know, you viewers out there did as well uh, because Obviously, as you've seen this year, you know, we're trying new things, trying to see what works. Um, can't be afraid to do that. So I think this was a really cool video. I think my favorite part, honestly, was right in the beginning, just all the intros with everyone, because um, we just don't do anything like that, really, for like normal series. So it was kind of fun for those who maybe didn't necessarily know some of the characters to get a little bit of a feel for them before the video started. So I thought that was a cool thing. How about you, Swamp Man? Did you enjoy playing the game? I, I did enjoy playing the game. I enjoyed watching the video. I had no idea how it was going to turn out. Uh, being there in person was was kind of interesting. See, <laughs> seeing, the, seeing the video, I, I had no idea what was going to be in and what was going to get cut out. But I think you guys did a, an excellent job there. Uh, yeah, like Jack said, I, I like the, the introductions. You know, I thought that was hilarious. But I liked seeing the guys' personalities out there. 
guys like Rudy who are just naturally funny, but also good players, good guys like that. And uh, just throughout the the however many hours we spent out there, it feels like it's 120 degrees, and I'm wearing you are overalls not properly. And, You're probably dying wearing overalls and boots out there. It was it was hot, but everybody was in a good mood, and everybody kept up a good spirit, good competition. And I was laughing the whole time I was there, and I was laughing the whole time I was watching the video. I thought it, I thought it was funny. Well, for the record, though, Swamp Man, I've known you now for about six or seven years, and I don't think even on the hottest of Michigan days, I've seen you in anything but boots and jeans. So you got to be pretty ad- adapted to that by now. Yeah, not a shorts guy. Not, not a, a shorts guy. I'll put that on record. Uh, I don't know why. Couldn't. You were wearing shorts in Mexico on spring break a while back. Yeah. See, I, when I leave the state, when I I, I was. Down south, not too long ago. I'll wear shorts out there, but up here, you know what? It, it gets just hot enough that I can still be comfortable in pants and, you know, mm-hmm. put some boots on. I, I get all right airflow through there. I'm doing all right. Good, good. I'm glad <laughs> other, to hear that. Other, other than the uh, other than maybe the heat on the day, was there anything else uh, throughout the, the game that surprised you or the video, Swamp Man? Oh, how hard it is to hit that ball with that tiny little bat. Um <laughs> Maybe how far that first base is. Didn't really, uh, you know, I've ran the bases out there before. Man, it seems like they get further and further. I, maybe I'm just getting older. I don't know. But I put get, I gave about 110% of my energy in the first 10 minutes when I was doing that sprint in the beginning. And, and then uh, that was pretty much all I got. And then I was running on reserves for the rest of the game there. And I don't, I don't even think it was in the video. One time I fell at the... <laughs> <laughs> you fell? Yeah. I don't at, remember that. At bat. <laughs> I tweaked my knee pretty bad. Oh, God. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was hurting the next couple of days. Was, I was actually was, sore. I, I believe was, that. Was the tweak knee affecting uh, your play on that on that one fly ball that, <laughs> that maybe had a chance to get out? You know, it, you, you you looked like you looked like you were moving a little gingerly. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't know if it, it was either the tweak <laughs> knee or it was the heat getting to my head there because I I went and scooped that or ball that BVD. up. Yeah, it could have been the BVD. I went and scooped that ball up off the ground, and I really wasn't sure what was going on there. I just didn't know what to do. I kind of choked there. It was that heat getting yeah, my that head. That clip is so funny because it looks like Swamp Man is like moving in slow motion towards <laughs> the ball, and then you get the ball and just stood there. I wish there was a camera in that in the oh in the in the way back there because uh-huh. I started talking to those guys and then they uh-huh. were like, "No, throw the ball." <laughs> I had no idea what's going on. And they were all cracking up. That's so funny. It would make sense that it was the heat, though, because like you said, Tom, he kind of grabs the ball, and then the next thing he grabs actually is like the fence, almost to Physical support exhaustion. himself up. Yeah, to yeah. Like, like give himself a breather for a sec before he throws the ball back into play. I've been known to pass out in heat, and that wouldn't be the first time. I needed something stable there. I was getting up yeah. too fast. Uh, I will say, but let's 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 give some credit where credit is due, though. I, I'll so I mean I've been working out at the gym pretty seriously now for I don't know five six years maybe and i am nowhere near physical condition and strength that the swamp man is <laughs> this man is the definition of country strong yeah just all you, that time with power tools and working on engines it's just it's just I, you can't replicate that in working the in the swamp that's right yeah you probably wouldn't have been sore the day after though i i've probably two or three days after that second day is always the worst don't they say that i don't know but <laughs> Second day, I work up on the second story of my workplace up there, uh-huh. and there's only stairs, okay? There's no elevator. There's no escalator. There's nothing. I got to walk up the stairs maybe 8 to 15 times a day. Mm-hmm. That's no joke. 
And I was I was going is, up and down the next day. Man, I was hurt. What does the swamp man do for work? Oh, I do uh, mechanical engineering in the industrial power generation field. Uh, work on large engines. Uh, you know, uh, generators, backup generators, locomotive engines, control solutions for uh, such applications. So you don't live in the swamp. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if I want to disclose that. I won't say what I do in my personal time. That's just what I do during the workday. Okay. That's business hours only. That's right. Good, good. Well, you think we're going to be seeing more Swamp Man in the future? I hope so. I'll be around. You'll be if around. I, I, I got to get this he's knee a, injury he's a hard healed one to, up. He's a hard one to shake. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Can't keep this guy away. Once I get this knee injury healed up, man, I hope to be back out there. You got to fix that BVD too. Yeah. I got an eye condition. Like I, like I mentioned before, I got the worst hand-eye coordination in Livingston <laughs> County. <laughs> but I, ju- I have been diagnosed. This is legitimate. I'm, there's no joke going on here. I, got a, I was diagnosed with a condition called BVD. This is binocular vision dysfunction. I think It's either dysfunction or disorder. <laughs> it's real. Look it up. Look it up. Now, yeah, my eyes aren't aligned correctly. Uh, so in my brain, my brain's kind of getting two different images, and it has a hard time so putting really them together So really, a racket would have been more fair for the whole game. Man, yeah, I think it was rigged against me. <laughs> I can't drive. This is no joke. I can't drive over 55 mile an hour, guys. My brain gets overwhelmed. I get vertigo. Only the Pipe It Up podcast listeners know that. That's Yeah, that's behind-the-scenes information. I got a question then, Swamp Man, because given your, uh, um, you know, previous basically hidden identity wanting to keep your identity somewhat a secret and now this this condition that sounds like could be pretty bad why did you even agree to play in this game (laughs) (laughs) you know i think this is my chance to break through i I really want to make it big and uh we'll see what happens he's looking to get out of the locomotive industry yeah i'm not trying to you know (laughs) these eyeballs they can't stop me from from making it big and you know what? If I need new ones, I don't know. Can they do that? Can I? Can I get a eyeball donation or something? I'm looking for something like that. I'll, so lend, you, I'll lend you an eye. Maybe you uh, get a glass one. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be cool. I mean, his eyes still work. Let's let's not get carried away. They, <laughs> they don't work well, but they do. They work. don't work the best. No, that's okay. Well, we still love them. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who impressed you most out there, Swamp Man? Just out of everyone in the fun game, who was, it doesn't even necessarily have to be there their play, but just oh, I know. their energy or just vibe or who impressed you most at, overall in the day? You know what? I think that's an easy question. I'm going to go with Mark Schultz. I see him there all the time. I've known the guy. Great guy. Never seen great him play. Answer. I've never seen him play. I was thoroughly impressed. And he was not He was not there to joke around. You know, I know it was an all-fun game, but we saw some competitive spirit come out in these other players there. And Mark Schultz, he was no exception. He got out there. He had his eye on the ball, man. He was staring down that pitcher. He was watching Sam like a hawk. And, <laughs> and he swung that bat. He was making contact. It, he was not there to play around, and he got it done. I think he was probably the most consistent like contact hitter of the entire game. He put the ball I in play almost was. every at-bat. 
I think he did. And for the record, that was my sleeper pick. If you guys remember for the little <laughs> for the little sneak peek we did for the all fun game, I knew he was going to come ready to play. Um, so I actually do want credit for that officially. But uh, yeah, I think he was impressive. He sure did. So and I then agree with you, Swan, man. as soon as the game was over, you know, I thought he was going to sit down and sign some autographs or something. Man, he was packing up. I think he was ready to go to Chili's. <laughs> he wanted some crispers. <laughs> He was, was ready to business. go. It was a business trip. It was. It a was. Trip. He was all business. That American League, they were not screwing around. I tell you what, they came in there and it was it was a business trip. They got that W and they were ready to go. Pack it up. Let's head to Chili's. It was a hot day, if I do recall correctly. It was hot. It cooled off this week. Thankfully. I went across the I went across the parking oh, yeah, lot. You went the river, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's yeah, here's a little tidbit. I went across the parking lot to uh, the Huron River down there, right next to the uh, right next to the field. It was so hot. I, I, uh, oh, I did bring a pair of shorts. Okay, I was wearing overalls. <laughs> I did bring a pair of shorts. I changed in the in the outhouse over there, mm-hmm. and I went down to the river. And I got about waist deep in that river. Man, did it feel good! That water was cool, <laughs> but there were all sorts of bugs around there. The lower half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't want to get my shirt wet, and uh, so I cooled off in the river. Got out. Not a. Not two days later. I'm looking at the news, and I saw that the Huron, the day, I think it was the, that day or the day before, the Huron River was infected with a, a, a chemical spill of chromium. This is not a joke. You can Google this. Chromium something, chromium hexafluoride or something ridiculous. Some cancer-causing chemical was dumped into the Huron River accidentally up in Wixom, and they, they, shut off the Huron River. You weren't supposed to go in it. You couldn't fish in it. You couldn't let your pets around it. You couldn't drink from it. Nothing like that. And that day, I went in there to cool off. And I had my whole lower half down in there. That's probably why you got BVD. Maybe that'll fix it. Maybe that'll reverse it. I have to bleep that out. I used used the first name. Um, (laughs) But uh, I wanted to ask you, this is what I forgot when I asked Jack to step in. Um, Have you any any public recognition yet from family, friends, like out in public? Anybody spot you say Swamp Man? Has that ever happened to you yet? I haven't gotten that, but somebody on social media, I believe it was on Twitter, they found my account. No idea how. Maybe they went through Tom's account here, but uh, somebody just DM'd me on uh, on Twitter and said you're the Swamp Man. I didn't respond, so I didn't confirm or deny it. (laughs) Unless that unless that individual's listening, this is also not a confirmation that I am. Uh, you know, you can't track any of this down, but somebody did DM me and they, and they found me out. So I don't know how they did that, but props to them. I'm sure someone here will be Sherlock Holmes and try to hunt you down. Yeah, that's fine. Go on private. Make sure you're all in private. (laughs) I think most of it is. Hey, if you ever see the swamp man in public. I love that there's, I love that there's literally, there's literally individuals out there that are actually scouring Twitter and looking through profiles. (laughs) If you ever see the swamp if you ever see the swamp man in public please do not approach him do not talk to him don't even look at him <laughs> don't even look at him you know i do have a bone your to, own safety yeah that's, that's right your own safety i have a bone yeah. to pick in the first video that i was a part of back in whatever <laughs> 2019 or something i blatantly said blur out my face and no blur was given on the video they put my face out for everybody to see and that's how I got the recognition. I bet that's how that kid found me on Twitter well, because not, they saw my face. Yeah, you should have wore the sunglasses that day like you did in this last video. Yeah, Keep right. the identity a secret. I don't, right. think, I don't think Kyle had the uh, editing capabilities at that point in time to blur out the face. I'm sure he could now. Now we're, that's at, a, you know, now we're at the most powerful tools. So. Have you went back and watched like a video from that era compared to this video now? The videos now are, are crazy. 
compared oh, like, to that, from like a production standpoint. Yeah, the yeah, editing and the oh, the graphics and everything. I it's think amazing. I told Jack on this podcast, or either that was a private conversation I had with Kyle, but I um probably a month ago now I watched the 2019 opening day at the Meadows. Uh, I think it was Diamondbacks versus Eagles, the Diamondbacks first series ever, and it was like I couldn't even watch it. It was I just didn't like how I looked. I didn't like how I spoke. <laughs> I still don't like how I speak, but it's better now than it was then, and it's just like, ugh. Like, it's hard to, even stuff from this year, like, I watch it back, and I'm like, yeah, I don't like how I did that or did this, but we're always improving. It's just, you got to just move forward. But right. It is hard to watch them back sometimes, in my opinion. Jack, do you ever see that in yourself, like, in interviews or in previous podcasts or anything? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you can't really be worried about that, like, when it's, you know, when you're at the Meadows and, like, filming, like, oh, like, if I... I mean, you obviously don't want to say anything that's going to, like, offend anyone or, or anything like that or make you look, like, really bad. But, I mean, for the most part, it's kind of just, like, me trying to be myself out there. And it's like anyone, right? When you look at pictures or look at videos from yourself in the past, it's, it's sometimes hard to recognize, you know, the same person that that was kind of who you were at that time. You know what I mean? I think we all grow up mm-hmm. and transition a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. I've all, I've all had those moments where it's like, you know, you're looking at a picture of, uh, you know, your school picture in fourth grade and you're like, really? That's what I decided to wear? Yeah. Day? You know what I mean? Type thing. So I think um, about I that think, all the time. You know, for sure. But by, by and large, you know, I think I'm pretty comfortable with what's been put out there on the channel. I don't think there was, I don't think I had one first day of school picture from like seventh grade till senior year of high school. Even my college ID that I like actually liked. Oh, Not one. hundred percent. I'm the same way. I, it's funny you said that because I felt the same way. Up until maybe my sophomore year of high school. And I just remember, I always hated the pictures I took for cool pictures. It never and I, goes For well. some reason, I don't even know what it was, but whatever whatever I put in my hair that morning or something, like this was the most photogenic picture <laughs> I had like ever taken. And I was like so happy with my ID for once. And then I think the next year after that, it was like, nope, back to just like bad picture again. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's a battle you can't win, just like those old videos. I mean, you can't go back and change them. And uh, at the time, like I thought they were great. Like you don't really think anything of it at the time. But people also don't realize that whereas it might be different for uh, people with who like film vlogs or do other kinds of content, like you can do like unlimited takes. So you love your take. But like when Kyle and I do the intro, for example, at the Meadows, whether it's the All Fun Game or any other video, um, you know, we don't have that much time. Our windows, we do budget time like for mistakes, but. We can't. We don't. Can't afford to do a ton because we're too busy doing other stuff, and you know we gotta edit these videos and whatnot. So it's not like we can just spend all day at the meadows recording fifty different video intros every time. So typically, what we do is there's a voice crack. Um, typically, we film pretty much two full intros. When I say intros, I mean like the part of the video where Kyle and I talk about the matchup and stuff like that. We usually just film it twice, and then you can kind of use bits and pieces from both of them, whichever one is better. But like, if I have two bad takes in a row, it's kind of like, well, we can either delay the start time of this game and risk losing the game to darkness, or we got to just roll with it. So, this year, I haven't been, like, totally embarrassed by, like, any of my performances, at least in the moment. Um, but um, there's been years past, for sure, where I'm like, dang, I didn't I didn't do so well. So, I really try to prepare this year and write a full script. And, like, even though I don't read off a script, I still, like, write everything down so I know what I need to touch on, if that makes sense. I'm surprised how you guys... Yeah, go go ahead, Swamp Man. I was Sorry. just gonna say I'm surprised how how set up you guys are out there, and I, I never thought about it like that. You really only have one shot, especially with you know 
people at bat. You only got one shot to, mm-hmm. to get that shot. You got the camera set up out there. No battery failures. No <laughs> SD card overfilled. You know, you guys got it down. That's that's pretty good. It's not bad. It's, it could be. It could always improve, right? But it's, it's definitely getting there compared to like a couple years ago. Oh, my God. Have you ever had a big problem like that? You run out of space or you have a dead battery in a camera or something and you lose part of a game? Um, knock on wood. Maybe um, I shouldn't have said that. No, it's okay. We've discussed this before. But we've never like had any – we've never had like a colossal failure of any kind. Um, we lost some footage. We didn't lose footage, sorry. We never – knock on wood. Never had a colossal loss of footage. Um, but – Spring training, we talked about this, Jack, how it was like a wild day, like a lot of things didn't go right. Spring yep. training, we had a brand new GoPro out there, just wouldn't turn on. Brand new. Oh, and we're man. like, what the heck? So we were down a GoPro right away. First video of the year, we're like, this is great. So it just it was irritating. But, um, you know, we have two Canon cameras going. We have spare batteries for both of those. So as soon as it gets like below 50%, we pop a new battery in. We have a portable battery, like a giant, I don't know how many volts it's capable of doing, but it can jump a car. Hmm. We have that ready to charge GoPros. Um, we have things to cool down GoPros, like little coolers if they get overheat. Um, I bring a portable battery for the pocket radar. I can plug my phone into that if I need to, too. So we figured it out. It's it's a pain, like you saw. Like a lot of equipment goes back and forth every time. But yeah. that's the best thing we can do. Dan's right out now. there with his phone. He's getting those mobile shots. Yeah, those maybe they look okay though, don't they? You'd yeah, they do. I tell it to people all the time that that wasn't the case five years ago, but now an iPhone is, you can make a full YouTube video with an iPhone yeah. if, you're, if you're doing it from like close proximity. If you're filming stuff from far away, no way, but for like stuff like you're walking around vlogging, you can easily use your phone. If you have like, if you just buy yourself a little tripod, maybe even like a stabilizer to hold, it's like. He's just money. holding his phone too, and it turns because out. Because the iPhone good. has like self stabilization, is that a word? It like it, 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 it like stables it, it stables the footage when you move around like it's it's very smooth looking so it's it's a good thing and everyone knows how to use it like yeah, I can right. hand anyone a phone like hey film like it's pretty easy. simple yeah so yeah it's pretty it's pretty simple it's production but were you were you impressed I mean you I see, was very impressed you, you haven't seen, seen it in a couple of years though yeah I haven't seen it in a couple of years I I don't know if I I mean I think you guys still were were running a pretty pretty thick operation back then but still even now you got those cameras set up all over the place you got dan over there with his phone you got the gopro set up you got the radar the radar yeah there was is that did you guys have a radar back then uh the radar's been around for like a year now yeah no i didn't think i yeah that's pretty neat i I was looking at that i want to see how that works but Mm -hmm. uh that's pretty cool you guys got a good operation going out there swamp man's impressed i am i must say uh to to build on swamp what swamp man's saying even it's just every year, even that I've been in the league, uh, I feel like on the day of the series, you know, the whole crew is just getting better and better at at, at doing the whole thing. Like I, I, I want to say even last year, I remember, you know, you're talking about filming the intros, Tom, and you guys would actually give yourself like more time to do that intro. And I remember one series specifically. I don't remember which one it was, but it was like taking a while for you guys to to get the takes just. I, I don't remember who was necessarily, um, you know, needing multiple takes, but it was taking a while. And, like, it was kind of, you know, us waiting around, like, all right, like, uh, we want to get going. Like, we're itching to get playing. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of, like, that, that's, like, the start of the video, right? Like, that's, like, the start of the day, too, while you're there. So, like, if that goes well, then we get the game started. Like, everyone's happy, good to go. And I think you guys have gotten a lot better at that. I haven't noticed that in, this, in the series that I played this year was not an issue at all for the intros. And I think the equipment, in terms of the equipment, you know, being able to film on an iPhone, I mean, I, I feel like not a, people, not a lot of people realize, like, the, the cost of your iPhone, I feel like a lot of it's actually in your camera. 
Like those are really nice cameras. I know. So, it's like more than most people need. They are. Yeah, they're like they're not like mediocre cameras. They're they're really nice cameras, and that's why those phones cost a lot of money. They have you know good software, good cameras, like good hardware. So um, you can do a lot with an iPhone, and I think we've made the most of our equipment, and you know obviously continue to improve like like everything else. Yeah, Jack. There, like speaking honestly, last year I'm not certain that there was one series that started on start time and that was pretty no. much due to Kyle and I's fault. Um this year I don't think we've started one series late based No, you guys have been you guys have been all over it this this year, this summer for sure. Mm-hmm. So Which which like I said is like that's that's like uh that's really impactful. Like it doesn't really come up in conversation but when, you know, you show up like a little bit early, like get some BP and that's like, all right, we're ready to go. Like both teams are ready to go. And then it's like we're kind of standing there to, you know, get the logistics down, whatever it may be, whether it's the intro or a camera, you know, or a sign or like something. And it just affects the day. It throws it throws the mood. Um, so like starting that off is like critical. Mm-hmm. Started off right. Yeah, I agree. So based on the the, uh, the all fun game, it's, it's still kind of early to tell, in my opinion. Um, but Jack, we call it the inaugural fun game, all fun game. Um, yeah. Would you want to see it again next year? Would you rather see something else? Get rid of it? What's your opinion on it as of right now? It's still fairly early, like I said. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, I think we'd have to see how the the video did uh, from an analytics standpoint. But from a personal standpoint, I would one hundred percent watch another fun game. And I would actually, um, you know, just from you know, I'm a, I'm a part of the league, but I'm also a fan of the league. I think, like I said, it was a really good refresher. And those types of videos are cool, I think, to, to mix in between, you know, the really intense parts of the season that, you know, those videos are obviously really cool to watch. But it's nice, like any sort of film at points, to have some comedic relief, you know, films that are serious and intense, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same way for the for YouTube channels. So um, I would absolutely watch another game. I hope we continue to do them each year. And other types of fun stuff or, you know, things that are maybe not online with just the the, you know, Series after series after series, I I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. I'm hey, a swamp, man. Hey Jack, quick question: Who's your sleeper pick 2023? Well, my sleeper pick 2023, I think it's pretty obvious is uh, it's going to be Swamp Man because uh, now that I know he's got this this eye issue going on, <laughs> I think it's going to be it's going to be mandatory that he's with a racket. And I think yeah. He just I think if, I think if he could just swing a little bit harder. With that racket, it's pretty much going to be a home run every time. You know what? So I, I think I be my sleeper. I got what three hundred fifty-five days, mm-hmm. eight yep. hours a day, practice. <laughs> yep. that's Full what time. they say. Practice makes perfect. I'm quitting my job. Twenty twenty-three. I'm coming back, and I'm coming back better. I'm coming Absolutely. back with everything I got, and I want to get it. I want to. I want to take home a win that day. I would love to see that. Yeah, I agree. I think the, the, the fun game was cool. Um, it was funny. I enjoyed it. And like you said, Jack, comic relief is always good. And um, so I would love to see it happen again. We'll see how the fans, um, we'll see how it does over time and how it settles. But um, I will also say that, of course, like we got to start starting right now, like brainstorming new ideas, how to make it fun, how to make it interesting. So it's not just the same story over and over and over again, year after year. Um, but speaking of comic relief, one more thing I wanted to throw in there, Jack, as kind of a tidbit is um, if some of you guys recognized him i'd be impressed but um sam reichardt was actually in like two other videos this year like really small like comic relief parts like he was just like his face was shown in the background he did something funny 
Look for those Easter eggs in the earlier videos of this season. I can't remember which series it was. I want to say it was Eagles against somebody and then one other one that he was he was in. Um, but funny stuff like that's important throughout like every video, not just a total comic relief video. Like that happened recently, I think in the Cobras versus Wildcats series where Kyle like left the part in where I'm like, all right, don't everybody yell at once. I'm trying to make a call because I can't even talk. Remember that clip, Jeff? Right. Just yeah, stuff like that is, is funny and like keeps the viewer like excited for what what like behind the scenes type stuff's gonna be shown next and what funny tidbits gonna be included. So that's like my favorite part of any like YouTube videos, like the unexpected, like not right. like the not like the main plot of the video, but like subplot items like that where it's just like a little comic relief thing is always funny and entertaining. So in that yeah. video, I don't know when when Sam kept doing that little the dance. dance. <laughs> that was cracking me up. Cracking me up, dude. That I didn't even so see funny. it in person. I may, I maybe I saw it once, but I, I kept filming it. And I'm like, how many times is he gonna do this? But I, <laughs> I was filming it every time because I figured Kyle would do something funny. With he it, did like, it like, like he five did. times. Yeah. I'm glad he left it in there because I only saw it once in person. But I like it. Just kept getting funnier every time he did it. <laughs> well, it was funny because you guys were coming back in the game. So like, yeah, the right. Billy yeah. Sam just kept boogieing. <laughs> It was it was the boogie that was giving you guys the juice. Yeah, right. The boogie juice. New name. Boogie juice. <laughs> and with that, the All Star Game is in the books. Home run derby, All Star Game, all fun game. A little three week All Star break there, uh, mid season, and uh, it was an exciting one. Like I said, I think all three videos were fantastic, and I'd say it was probably our best All Star break yet. Um, the All Star Game was incredible. Home run derby was exciting in a new format. The all fun game was also brand new. Um, but the second half of the season is now officially underway, starting off with the Oklahoma series. It's going to be the Mallards versus the Gators in a big series, actually, in the National League. Um, and what was an incredible series, an incredible atmosphere, and I can't wait for you guys all to, to see that video and uh, experience what we did um, through the lens of YouTube. So it's going to be uh, exciting. But, uh, Jack, I know you got big hopes for the Magic as well for the second half. It's going to be, it's going to be a doozy. It's a tall order. Uh, like I said before, you know, nothing nothing new to us. We've been here before. We know what to do. Um, I'm still confident in my team, my guys. And we're ready to, you know, hit the ground running here in the second half of the season and, and see what we can see if we've got any magic left. Second half of the season. Summer's officially winding down. It's uh, We're getting closer and closer to fall, and uh, it'll be postseason before we know it. But uh, how's the Swamp Man going to spend the rest of his summer? 355 days of practice. We already went over this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for asking. I'm waiting for that weather to cool down. That way I'll put my overalls back on and I'll be comfortable. I think next year you should two strap the overalls. Well, the only reason I one strapped it, I want to, you know, I want to show off the, the jersey. The jersey. That's fair. Those were awesome. What do we what do we, what do we think about like some overalls, but you like cut them into shorts? How would that work? Is um, that really overalls that kind of just jorts? <laughs> Yeah, like. Oh, I see. Well, like, okay. okay. No, I see. no, like they are overalls. Like they still have the straps. Like, oh, but they the go short, all the way down to the, the short shorts. Yeah. yeah, that'd be yeah. hilarious. No, I just need to get a pair of overalls that have ninety nine like yeah, vinyl press on the back. Need to get you some back. custom denim. Some <laughs> yeah, custom denim jersey. Denim, denim. That'd be sweet. Get it stitched. Down yeah, there. stitched. That'd be awesome. We'll try to make that happen for next year. I'll <laughs> see what I can do. It sounds like a lot of work, but you never know. Um, but all right, folks, going to wrap this one up kind of a shorter episode, but once again, we just talked about the all fun game. It was great. And, um, and now from here on out, it's uh, going to be banger after banger Oklahoma series to start off slate four and, uh, we'll go from there. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you to Swamp Man and Jack for joining us. Thanks this, for having uh, me. Unique episode, unique atmosphere, but a lot of fun. So we'll see you guys next week.